God can fix it, slash God will fix it. There's many things we can say to that. God does, God will, he's going to. But I want us to look at that, and by the time this is over, you may think I shouldn't have used that title, I should use another title. But God can fix it, God will fix it. The two words in those is can and will. The word can, to me, and God can fix it. We have talked to people. You have visited with people. We have t seen people, heard testimonies, or heard people make statements. I'm too mean. I'm too wicked. God can't save me. God can. They may think, I've done so bad in life that, you know, I'm not deserving. God can take care of that. And that song she said, somebody prayed or somebody praying for me, and there was people praying for you and I in a time of life. And they are not because we have become Christians, they stop praying. We still pray one for the other. We still ask the blessings of God to come in our lives. And I think we are a blessed people. <laughs> I know I am. I'm a blessed person. And I'm going to take that further. I have my wife and I are blessed. And I go a step further. I being part of this church, we are blessed. So the blessings can go on. And I appreciate what Brother Chris said this morning about that. I do not form my messages. I do not ask God to help me to point my message at anyone. And I don't want that at all. When I speak, I try to get it from the Lord, and it doesn't really matter uh, to me, I, and I don't want to be sarcastic, but if you're a churchgoer, you're not a member, these, uh, the Lord, uh, you've been blessed, and you're going to continue to be blessed, and you will be blessed here at Little Zion. Why? Because we so love the Lord. It's not about me, and it's not about our superintendent on Sunday. We call them superintendents. I don't know what they really call them here, but it's about the Word of God. And planted in mind in your life through something that we read and through something we can grasp. But again, as I said, God can fix it. There's nothing in our life that God cannot take care of in his way and in his time. There's one thing for sure we can't push the issue. It's in his time hands. It's in his time channel. He takes care of it. You say, Pastor, he will fix it. He will fix it. I'll assure you he will fix it. He might not fix it to my <laughs> expectation. What a big word. He may not fix it to the way that I feel that it should be fixed. But I'll assure you when it's fixed by God and God fixes everything, it will be done right. And it will be done for our benefit. As I was thinking... As I was saying blessed, and I think I shared this maybe with one or two before we got to service, and, and my, my wife was cleaning my glasses, and she was, oh, she's done a wonderful job. I can see, even though I'm in this cave, I can see. And she handed them back, and she said, that's as good as I can do for what I got to work with. <laughs> I said, do you feel the same way about your husband? <laughs> she loves me. We as a family have been blessed. You as a family have been blessed. You as a person has been blessed. Pastor, you don't know the difficult that I am going through or have went through. Neither do you know the difficult that I have gone through and have been through. But I'm still blessed. We can never overestimate the meaning of being blessed. We're being blessed because we love God. We're being blessed 
let me say that a different way. We're being blessed because God loves us. And in return, we love Him. You say, you don't love Him until He loves us? I didn't say that. I'm just saying that God so loved us. If you don't believe that, you'll go to John 3.16. He so loved us. We, when He, when he saved my soul, there was never a time uh, that, that I don't feel. Yeah, there may have been times that I thought but then I rethought, and I still have been blessed through all of my life. He has blessed me. He has kept his hand upon me. He will fix it. He will fix it. He does fix it. He's going to fix it. You say, I've been praying for something in my life and for many years. Keep praying. Keep praying. As I was telling you one time, my mother never really seen my, my brother give his heart to the Lord in this life because she had passed away. And the passing of her leaving this walk of life, he realized that there's something he needed in life. But I'm still telling you today, we are blessed because of the love of Jesus Christ. And I am blessed because I know he saved my soul from a burning hell. <laughs> I was at a yard sale just yesterday, Friday, and something was said, and it was warm. How many of you went to the yard sale when it's cold? Most of it's warm, you know. But some precious friend of mine says, Don't you, doesn't this weather want to make you live right? <laughs> said, you think it's hot here? I knew where she was going. <laughs> but aren't you love, aren't you glad that We've been blessed. Aren't you glad you know you can call on Jesus Christ 24 hours a day, seven days a week? You can call on his name. You can, you can ask things that you want to pray about, or you can just give him thanks. It really doesn't matter. But we are blessed. Verse 17 and 18 in chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. He has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. When we became saved, when we became, the Lord became dealing with our heart and we made that commitment. And that's a great commitment. We made that commitment of being saved. We became that new creature. I used to think and I used to hear people say that when you become a Christian, there's things you have to give up. I learned a little different about that or I've got a feeling different about that. When you become a Christian, it's not what you think. You, want, you just don't want to do it anymore. You just, you just, the things of life. And I'm not saying that there is habits that people may have to break or may want to break, and that's great. But giving your heart to God is a want to, is something that inspires you and I to continue to serve Him and to love Him. And I look at that and says, we are blessed. We are blessed. We look at one another, and we see hardships, saying some people's life, but really, they're still blessed in, 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 in a way that God has allowed them. Where could you be without having being blessed of God? I'm talking about the world in general. Where would it be? We'd feel that God has still blessed us in this world we live in. 
The world is hatred. The world is full of envy, strife. But we have Jesus Christ. But the people that are living in this world, the cruelest, I don't want to, I, I can't put them in a category, but the person that says they're the cruelest of their meanest, that God can't save them, they are still blessed because they're still living. And God is able to give them that opportunity again to serve Him. When we become as that new creature, isn't it great? Become as a new creature. Old things are passed away. We look around us and see things in our lives, and we look back and we think, uh, you know, where would we be? And I've made that same statement. Where would I be had it not been for the Lord? I don't know. But I would have to tell you this morning, down deep, I would have to say that I still was blessed because I'm still among the living. Those that won't be blessed will be those that don't know Jesus Christ in the end time. They won't know whenever his, the time comes in their life to leave this walk of life. If they're not ready to meet God, they're not blessed any longer. You say, Pastor, you're, how you, how you, how you going to explain this? I don't know. But I do know as long as they're living here, they're being blessed. They're giving an ample time again to find their, their, uh, Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They look for a reason. They look for a reason to be happy. It only happens through material things. But when Jesus Christ and we accept him as our personal Savior, there's a settlement that comes in our life and in our soul that is, to me is unexplainable. That to me is knowing how great God is and greatly to be praised. The old things are passed away and behold all things become new. Because the first part of 18 says, and all things are of God. All things, not just part, all things. We look at that. We look at the, and I think it was mentioned in Sunday school, it said sometimes bad investments. Yeah, we made a few of those. And the Lord lets me live, I'll probably make some more. But I'm still blessed. Did them bad, did, did them bad investments cost your life? No. Well, they might cause a little argument maybe between the, between my blessed wife and myself, but you know that's fine. We 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 get through that. We get through that. I like to uh, I like the making up part of that, you know. But what I'm saying is, in discouragement, we're still blessed. In the time of very need in life, we're still blessed. God has blessed us. What did I say? You, I said you probably want to change the title of this from. God can fix it to, I am blessed. But he can fix it, and he will fix it. He fixed it for many people, as we've seen in the Word of God. As we talked about last Sunday, I believe, Sunday we talked about the different miracles and the different promises that he has, and he fixed it. He fixes it for you and I, and he's going to continue to do that for us. We look at the things in this world, and again, visiting with someone just this week, and they said that they had this old pickup. And they said, the fenders was kind of flapping a little bit. And they took the initiative, is that a good word, to took that to restore this. And now they told me that they give, I, I, I may be wrong on the giving part, but it was somewhere around the $5,000 new at the time they bought it. And he told me, I've already spent $10,000 fixing it up. But he said, it's just like a new one. That brought me to a thought. He restoreth my soul. 
He restores things in life. A great friend of mine, again, at Eminence, that always rebuilt these old cars, and he had one of these, I can't remember the, maybe some of you, brethren, I know probably Jack can, and maybe some of you other uh, remember those little square box Bronco, little type Bronco things. It was, I don't know, 67, 68 model, somewhere along in there. And he had said, it was, a, it was a barn find. How many of you ever had a barn find? I, <laughs> I've had a brainstorm, but not a barn find. And he'd taken this, and, and, and I was his UPS driver, and I, I delivered many, 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 many parts to him. And man, when I first seen that, I thought, buddy, you're wasting your time, money, and you really wasting life. <laughs> But he got it done. And I said, Gene, you still got your Bronco? You know. He said, a guy from some other state, I wouldn't remember. He said, come by with $38,000 and said, I want that. <laughs> and then, of course, me knowing Jim, I said, well, there's where two fools could have met. You could have said, I don't want to sell it, and he was a fool for offering it to you. But anyway, none of that. But what I'm saying is they've done a restoration, restored it. That's a good word. They restored this vehicle. And this guy was telling me this week that they had spent more than it, twice more than it cost. But friends, let me tell you something. When God sent his son to the cross for you and I, that was a costly for him, but it was a blessing for you and I to receive what he had done whenever it said in John 3, 16, sent his only begotten son that we would have, we would have life and have it more, or not perish. And we're not we look at these sometimes when people think, I've been there. Maybe you have. Maybe something's happened to you just this week that only God could fix. What I mean, by, and I just got through saying God fixes everything, and he does. But there may be something in life that you wasn't expecting just this week that you knew it was a God thing. You knew that God intervened and took care of that very need that you have. That's just a drop in the bucket of what it's going to be. We look at that today. We've seen, and, and, and again, and, and, and on this restoring, and again, we see, and, and some people, uh, uh, we were, it got off on old stuff this morning. It got on uh, uh, restoring uh, stuff. And, and how true that is. Isn't there a statement out there? Uh, uh, one man's junk is another man's treasure. Isn't that a saying? Man, I must have lots of treasures. <laughs> In other words, I got a lot of junk. But what I want to think about this morning, how blessed I am for having the love of Jesus Christ dwelling within me. I'm not perfect, will not be perfect until the last breath that I have drawn or till the resurrection comes or till the, the rapture takes place. And we look at that. And we look at our investment. <laughs> in life, we look at investments that we make. But in serving Christ, the investments we make is being faithful to Him and loving Him and showing Him He is the God of all gods. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He takes care of the needs that you and I have. He takes care of everything that we look upon. We are blessed. We are blessed. Where does it start from? It could start from an individual. 
and it just keeps building. We are blessed. Aren't you glad that you have people that you, you know that love you? And I would say this in the church this morning, uh, that, 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 that there's not a one here that has been came, coming here, maybe not what has uh, done gone on to be with the Lord or, or visiting and left. But what I'm saying is uh, I, I know that the love of God tells me that they love God. And when they love God, the Bible says they love me also. They love me. They love me. You may not like my ways, but they love me. What does that, that opens up another message, but I'm not going into that today. But we look at the times in our life. We are blessed. God can fix it. God can fix it. There's things in life that I think I can fix. And I find out real quick, like, I'm, I don't have the intelligence to do that. I need to do. I need to call on somebody that knows what they're doing, what they're doing. Even though I have tried, I'm kind of proud of myself, Scott. I taken down a ceiling fan yesterday, and put up another one. When I turned the switch on, it worked. My wife was so impressed. But then there's a little. Right by that same switch that you turn it on, there's another switch that doesn't work right. But the reason it doesn't work right, it's got three wires to connect. Two's a crowd and three's a company. And it will light your eyes up if you hit the wrong wire. So instead of trying to think of that, I just looked at that one switch and said, too bad. But I was real proud of myself because I was able to do that and I didn't have to go back and rewire. And, you know, isn't that great, you know? Well, say amen. I'm proud of myself, folks. <laughs> but there are some things in life that I cannot do, and there's many things in life that maybe I cannot do. And we know the source. We know in natural life, we know the source where we can get those things fixed. We really do. We understand that. But I'm talking about when we're serving God and we're praying and we're prayer warriors and God has begun to bless us and lead us in the direction that we need to go. He is there leading us in that way and helping us to overcome the trials that we are about to face. Life is wonderful. I've always heard life is what you make of it, and I guess that's pretty well true. But serving God is about the same way, what you make of it. If you, you can serve God, and everybody's not going to be a pastor. I was hoping there'd be three people jump up and want to pastor this church when Brother Chris said that this morning. But I see that didn't happen, so I'm here a few more days. But what I'm saying is that we realize today the source comes from God, that we live a Christian life, and we have the ability to serve and to pray and to worship and to be blessed through His blessings. And in the walk of life we live in today, there is people that has got the intelligence and goes to school and learns and has the degree in their life that is something that I know nothing about, but they do. What do I do? I put my trust in them. Hopefully, they can. Whew. We'd sold our cabins, and they come to move one Friday. And they said, the mover said, I want to move this one you built first. I thought, oh, Jesus. 
he went around and looked and he measured. <laughs> I wanted to be a smart aleck because he went around there and he measured that one place three or four times. I wanted to say to him, son, that's the same size it was when you measured it a while ago. Really what was bothering me is he was going to say, I can't move this because it's not built like theirs was built. But that didn't happen. They backed the trailer under and it began to squeak and squawk and, oh, Jesus. So I did ask the woman, I said, did you put that money in my account? Because that baby's yours now. But anyway, several hours we stood down there and I had the wife with me. We was watching and she'd turn her head. I don't want to say, yeah, but anyway. But it wasn't built the way that they were built, that they built there, so it was going to be a little bit of a problem for them to move it. Uh, but you know what? He, I, I, I kept wondering. I kept Every time he'd look over at me, I thought, I wasn't one of us buying it. I was one of us selling it, or me and the wife was. And I kept thinking, he's going to come over here and tell me that he can't do that. And when he does, I just say, okay. You thought I was going to say something smart, didn't you? But they, made, they managed to, to get it, and, and when it went up the road, I, I was so excited about him leaving there with it. I go up to the other driveway, and, and I was sitting in my golf cart and just grinning, <laughs> waving at him. He honked his horn. Well, it wasn't too long till the wife got a message text message from the lady that bought from the man and husband, but the lady that bought it. And I thought, hmm, it's 20 miles down the road and something's happened. Oh, yeah, little faith. But she said, it's set up and it looks great. You talk about a hallelujah breakdown. <laughs> I had one because the same guy told me this next building will be a breeze because it's built the way that we like for them to be built. In other words, make fun of my building and you'll not get no chance to build no more. But God's in control of our lives and he helps us. And he is able to remove all the doubts and the fears in our minds whenever it becomes time that we're discouraged or when it comes time that we're going through a battle in life. He is there to help us. He's not going to be the thought that I was thinking. I can't do nothing for that. And that guy, I can't move that. God is not that way. He removes everything, every obstacle that's in our life to prevent us from losing out. Prevent us, what I mean by losing out, is having discouragement. He lifts us up. How many times have I felt like nobody cared? I tell this on my wife, and, she, I, I, and it's pretty well true on me. I mean, it's about me. And, and she's got the kids to believe in this. If I've got a cold, it's the worst cold that anybody could ever have. And she's got the kids to believe in that. Yeah, I love her. And, 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 the, and the bottom line of that... That's true. <laughs> Buddy, if you can get sympathy, write it. Sister Elsie, when she had her hip broke, she wrote it for a while, and they finally just give up. She said, I'm not going to get any more sympathy, so I just well start doing what I want to do. Well, she's old enough to have sympathy. Girls, let me tell you something, Debbie and Karen, you're blessed because you got a praying mother that kept you, kept you, and you still have. I'm blessed. I've got a wife that prays for me constantly. My kids 
tells me at Christmas time, what do you want for Christmas? Why do you say that? If I want something, I go get it. And that's, I don't mean that to be smart. But my wife says, why do you always go get stuff just before Christmas, something the kids could buy you? Because I need it now. I don't want to wait till after Christmas. But the kids will not buy me anything sharp. I'm accident prone. <laughs> but I've been blessed. I think I told you the story about the time my wife, she was fixing dinner. She, I've got a wonderful cook. And she's fixing dinner. I think it was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And she said, get out of this house. You are driving me crazy. I, was, I thought I was doing good. So I'd had a pontoon parked out in the yard. And I hadn't covered it up yet. It's sleeting, carrying on. It must have been Christmas time. So I go out there and slip on my boots and go out there to cover it up, climb up on it, and didn't lace up my boots. Reached over to cover it and fell right off on the ground. Broke my collarbone. Another trip to the hospital. So it's a laughing thing at our house. There's a story that says the night before Christmas went all through the house. Load up your suitcase because we're going to take a trip to hospital in Springfield. I've quit that. I've, over, I've, I've grown over that. I've still been blessed. God has blessed me through many trials. Praise God. But I was looking in this book this morning. I'm not going to sing it. But on page 82, it says, On that resurrection morning, when all the dead in Christ shall rise, I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord. I'll have a new life. How's it going to be? I don't know. How's he going to put your thumb back on her? I don't know. But I do know one thing. I want to tell you God can fix it. And God will fix it. And I am blessed through the fixing of God. There's people daily that prays and seeks, reads their daily bread, reads their Bible. And that is because you know God is in control. We give Him control. And there's people in this world today that really doesn't understand how great God is. How great it is to know the love of Jesus Christ. You say, Pastor, the word's out. It really is. But they, what I'm saying, they don't know because they haven't experienced that dedication from the Lord. They haven't really experienced that fix. Well, Brother Denny works on an old car. You got one or two, ain't you, Denny? Ain't you got one or two old cars that you made, made pretty? I guess so. Yeah. But what I'm saying is restoring. And I do this a lot. I, I refer to this scripture a lot. It's in the 23rd Psalms. The third verse said, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He restoreth me. I may have a fender knocked down. Well, when I opened up service and made that comment about that thing, my shoulder went hurt, but he touched it. It's okay now. But he restored my soul. How many times have I had to refer to that scripture? 
How many times have I used them scriptures in a funeral home? How many times have I thought about he restoreth my soul? He keepeth me where I am today. I would probably be a total mess. <laughs> my wife tells people something happened to her in 30 minutes, I'd sudden destruct. And that's probably pretty well right, probably, because I depend on her for everything. I really do. And she's a, she's a gooder than thar. I don't know where you learned that statement. But he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. It doesn't say because you have messed up, you're going to have to work this out yourself. <laughs> I used that statement too in life. Sometime I've overextended in my way of life and had hardships, but I brought them on myself. But I, me and the wife, we had to pray through those things, and we was the one that got ourselves out of that mess, you know. And, and we learned from that. You learn from it. We're still blessed. We're still blessed. But it, on it says, the fourth verse of that says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this is the part, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. What other more promise can you have when God's walking beside us? He is leading the way. It's hard for me to think how God can answer my prayer. And I'm not questioning it. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I guess, the common sense maybe. How can he bless me? And at the same time, he's blessing people in the foreign countries. He's touching people that is in other states that's going through troubles in life. How, do we, how, how, how can he do that? I'm not to question God, but I know that he does. He takes care of the very needs that you and I have. He looks after one another. And what I mean by that, one another of us. And then he, it's kind of like a pyramid type thing. Then we look at, we look at ourselves, and then we look at the, the people that is around us that we are blessed. Then we look at the church, then we look at our community, and it just keeps on going. But we are still blessed today because of the blood of Jesus Christ that's shed for you and I. When he was on that cross, shedding that blood, every drop of blood, there was not one that said, well, I'm going to, this is not for him. This is not, every shed drop of blood was for, for you and I, for you and I. Even though sometimes we may feel discouraged, I've been there, may be there again. But I want to remember this message this morning. God can fix it. And I also want to remember I am blessed. I am blessed because he restoreth my soul. I'm not much up keeping things up real well. Really a, a lot. But there's people, and that's great, that's wonderful. That does and, and, and everything and you know it's got their place and, and and my wife in her house has got its place and my place is in one chair <laughs> during the day. Because I've been outside and I'm so dirty I can't sit nowhere else. I've got to sit in that one chair. When the grandkids tell you the chair's too nasty to sit in, it's pretty dirty. But what I'm saying is, I'm blessed. I'm saying that God can fix anything in life. My mother one time, and I laughed, and I've repented over that many, many times. She was on a fixed income. Of course, you know, back she didn't work out, and I don't know how she stretched her money as far as she did. 
us kids helped her as much as she would have allowed us to. And her washing machine, clothes washer, quit. Son, I'm going to have to have a new washer. Okay. But she said, well, wait. So I went to Sarah, how's your washer, Mom? It's doing good. I prayed for it. And it went to working. My mom believed that, but my brother made fun of her. said, Mom, you just left the lid up on it. Whether she did or whether she didn't, you know, my mom believed in serving the Lord. And I believe God makes things happen in life. I have heard testimonies myself that is people that has been in a financial bind or, or in a financial crisis in life. And, and I'm not saying how or when. I don't, I don't, that's nothing to me. But there's been times that they have went to the mailbox or they received a phone call that God supplied the need exactly to what it needed to be. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Being blessed. You're blessed this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord for your word today. We thank you, Lord, for you said in Corinthians, whether we're a new creature, when we have Christ Jesus, we're a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new, old things. And Lord, I'm so glad that there come a time in my life that I accepted that spirit that you laid upon my heart to accept you as my personal savior. Lord, to give you control of my life, the life that I live. God, we thank you for the blessings of life. Lord, I thank you for the blessings, the blessings, the blessings. I am blessed. We are blessed. And I thank you for that. I ask you, Lord, to continue to bless our people here in Little Zion. Touch their hearts. Touch our hearts. Help us. Help us to overcome the snares of this world. Lord, keep us peace, happiness in our life. Go with us and guide us. Bless every home that is here this morning. Every person today, Lord, touch their hearts. And we give your name the praise. And, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to worship, to worship you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.